you. I want to call my son. K.O.P. You're going to have a person. Light me up. I'm going to light my father up. Hopefully you can do this. What do you guys think? You want to light your father up someday? Huh? This is an honor for me to be able to light my father up, who used to beat me up from marijuana, and now he knows the truth. So talk to your parents. Up first. Young Jerks, Mike Crawford, welcome to the show. I wanted to open up tonight with Michael Malta, uh, the King of Pot, the K KOP. And uh, right now I'm, I'm showing the New England Cannabis Convention Awards, which are coming up quickly. Uh, we won uh, a couple awards last year. Uh, actually, over the last couple of years, we won Best Cannabis Podcast last year. Uh, we were nominated. We would love uh, for you to vote for us again this year. But the reason I, I kicked it off with uh, Michael Malta, the King of Pot, is because last year I was also nominated for uh, Lifetime Achievement, which was a huge honor. I didn't win that award, which was totally cool. I totally uh, loved who they actually did uh, select uh, for that. And uh, this year, I just thought it would be, you know, just thinking about my brother a lot, who we lost uh, a few years ago, quite a few years ago now, Michael Malta, the King of Pot. And last year when I was nominated, I just thought about him a lot. And I thought that he should be nominated uh, for this award. So I'm throwing it out there. You know, maybe it's because I'm I'm so attached personally and I miss him so much that I'm, I'm putting him up there. But I think it's well-deserved. He did a lot of good work. We started off uh, from the Freedom Rally uh, way back when he brought his father up, who we call Daddy-O. And uh, Daddy-O you know, was someone who used to beat up Michael Malta as a teenager for smoking cannabis. And then it helped save Michael Malta's life. And, uh, and Michael Malta talks about his mom a lot and, uh, her issues that he also inherited and how cannabis really helped him. And, uh, unfortunately it didn't save his mom because she was afraid to use it because it had been illegal. So Michael Malta is someone who, uh, definitely, deserves your support i would definitely recommend people vote for him um again my name is mike crawford young jerks tonight wanted to kick it off with michael malta from the freedom rally you heard the huge audience crowd support and again it's why i feel like uh you should be supporting local media independent media and getting involved. Uh, I talked tonight about Michael Malta. I'm going to close, hopefully, with uh, some Michael Malta. But um, the big thing is, like I talked about, if, if this Cannabis Awards is coming up again, I would uh, ask you to definitely vote for some of the greats. Don't let uh, big cannabis dispensary people win those awards and get nominated for them. Lifetime Achievement, I would suggest Michael Malta. Or... Any of the other three brothers we least recently lost, Kyle Correo, a.k.a. Elmo, Mickey Martin, or Red Blazer, Glenn Prescott. I consider all four of them my brothers, so I would suggest for a lifetime achievement, let's vote for somebody 
that isn't uh, big cannabis. You know, I would I would suggest voting for Michael Malta, the king of pop. So that's my show tonight. It was short and sweet. I just wanted to get a couple things out. Um, definitely vote for, like I said, Nikan nominations, Nikan.com, I believe is the website. Again, uh, you can vote for Michael Malta for Lifetime Achievement and the Young Jerks for Best Podcast and Best News Source if you would like it. It's for your consideration. It's not a demand. You do what you want in the end. But it's just a suggestion. My suggestion. All right, we're short and quick tonight. Young Jerks, Mike Crawford. We'll see you next time. Ready? Ready? Five, four, three. Oh, yes. You are live with the King of Pot on our special Prop 19 legalization night in california let's hope that those numbers are going to go up right now i just want to report to you guys but don't get don't get too depressed right now it's coming in at 43 i hope that my story helps others to come forward yes because when you lose your mother and you're an only child like i was all right you don't know what that's like around 89 i went into a very bad depression my depression overtook me in ways that I could not even function. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't get up out of my bed. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't eat. Uh, I didn't want to do anything but die. My mind, which I inherited from my mother, the chemical imbalance in my brain that causes anxieties, that causes hypochondriasm, that causes the OCD. All this stuff is what my mother suffered from from all her years. And it started to get worse in her 40s. Why I was feeling this way is a chemical imbalance in my brain. So what did they do? They try to help me naturally. How do they help you? Well, back then it was in its infancy, mental illness. So they started giving me a lot of prescription medications. And some of the medications that they gave me, let me tell you, all right? <laughs> I would see things coming out of the walls. I would see things coming out of the ceilings. The room would pulsate. My whole body felt like it was pulsating. I started feeling like I was in a dark abyss, slowly sinking to hell. So I started to seek as much help as I could. I tried biorhythm. I tried all kinds of therapy sessions. Nothing helped. So at the end of it all, when I got near totally to the end that I just thought that I wanted to kill myself, uh, I was told by my psychiatrist if I would like to partake in a study. And I said another study and they said yeah and I said what type of study would you like me to partake in this time and they turned around and they said to me a cannabinoid study I said cannabinoid he goes yeah THC marijuana and I turned around and I looked at him and I said you got to be kidding me after all these drugs that you've given me after the three years of me going down to this abyss now you want me to smoke marijuana what are you fucking kidding me I did it I went okay I didn't really notice anything right in the beginning, but as the studies went on, I, I just felt those anxieties not totally going away. And to this day, they don't totally go away. But I, I felt them starting to get a little under control. And all of a sudden, work started seeing a difference in my attitude. My wife started seeing interest in my attitude. I started taking interest in my kids again. I started to get off the couch, and I started to get better. Meanwhile, while I'm starting to get better in the mid-90s, my mother is going down, okay? 
she's slowly slipping into the abyss. My father was working with me here at this company that I work at, and my father told me that uh, my mother wasn't feeling good, like that was all the time. And uh, what he didn't tell me is that she was having chest pains. I'm at my house in Tewksbury, and I get a call from my ex-wife saying that my grandmother is being rushed to the hospital. So we started getting our clothes on and stuff like that, starting to rush out of the house. I get a second call, says your mother's going to the hospital too. I'm like, whoa, my grandmother and my mother at the same time? We get down there, and it wasn't my grandmother, it was my mother. And I lost it. Uh, and I could not believe that I was in a hospital and my mother was dead. And I got wicked upset in the hospital. And my anger is taken on a positive note. Because I'm going to say something very strong right here. The United States government killed my mother. So in 2005, after I found out that this helped her, and then she wouldn't continue doing it because she was afraid that her doctor was going to find THC in her blood... It was nothing more I could do. So life sucks. Then you die. Lots of backstabbers in this fucking world. What can you do? Right? But that is life in the marijuana decriminalization effort. Because uh, everybody wants to be a pot star. And you're probably saying, I probably want to be a pot star too. No, I don't. I just want to get the word out. That's it. And I use the king of pot because I was influenced by Mark Emery. And I started reading about him and reading his magazine. Going to his website seeing how he was almost my age and how he conducted himself and how he built this website and how he built all the video and the audio and all these radio shows and TV shows he put together. And it was great. So, as I said, I watched this gentleman and I watched how he operated and I watched my mother going down. So I started to say, you know what? I'm sick and tired of the lies. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit that's going on. But I was sitting with a friend of mine, a very, very good friend of mine, and my wife at the dining room table, and we were talking about Mark Emery. My friend said, we should give you a name and you should be an activist. You're always talking about the plant. You should go out on the circuit and start talking to the younger people. You should go out and do something just to get the anger out because you got a lot of anger in you. And I said, yeah, I do. I should turn that anger into something positive, shouldn't I? And he said, yeah, let's come up with a moniker for you. Yeah, you're the king of pot. I felt kind of funny saying that because of the prince of pot, Mark Emery, you know? That man has given up a lot for us. I mean, he sold seeds, and as you may have known, the United States government, DEA, went into a sovereign nation in Canada and arrested him on Canadian soil. Our DEA, DEA which I call, you know what DEA really stands for? Dumb, egotistical assholes. Yes, I do swear, but that's exactly what you are. Because any DEA agent that goes out and arrests a marijuana activist or a marijuana user should be totally ashamed of themselves. Go out and get what you really need to get. The meth, the people producing meth labs, the people that are getting getting all this stuff into our kids' systems and you know it's ruining their lives. Marijuana does not ruin anybody's life. Even if a child does try it, it's not going to ruin their life like meth or cocaine or heroin or things like that. So get with the DEA and start doing the right thing that we, our taxpaying dollars, pays you for. And so I can really call you the Drug Enforcement Agency and not dumb, egotistical assholes that you are. You smoke? I do. Carry a sign. Speak to others. 
If you don't agree what's going on, don't be afraid because in numbers we can win. Like myself, I got a following of, I don't know, I got thousands and thousands. I'm not trying to brag here, but I got thousands and thousands of fans from all over the world. They know what I do. I've been doing this for over 10 years. I was a little apprehensive about finally going on camera, on statement, exactly the way I feel. But the 